Pure Country's Road to Boots and Hearts. Here's Jason McCoy. I caught up with Lindsay L. to talk about her favorite part of festivals and, of course, how excited she is to be working with the Queen of Country, Shania Twain. Lindsay L., how you doing? I'm so good. How are you, Jason? It's so good I'm to good. see you. Good to see you, too. So where are you today? Because you never stop. I am currently in Toronto. I'm currently in Toronto, Ontario. Uh, Jason McCoy, I am throwing the first pitch at the Blue Jays game tonight, and I am terrified. I'm terrified right. because I have not touched a baseball in years, and what if I don't make it? What if I don't make it in one of those, like, celebrity pitches that, like, doesn't even make it <laughs> to it, the plate? It's, it's for fun. You don't, you know, it doesn't count for the game, or does it? I don't. I don't think it does. I okay. hope for the Jays' sake it doesn't, because no, I'm like, be God bless. Well, like everything else you do, you're gonna knock it out of the park. See what I did there? So, yeah. No, but, I did. Uh, I very clever. Very clever. Yeah. It's great to chat with you, and uh, congrats on the new single. Uh, absolutely loving it, right on time. And uh, I mean, just just to recap here, 200 million global streams. Okay. Uh, two number ones here at home, of course, for Criminal Want Me Back. Uh, number one with Brantley Gilbert in the U.S. for uh, What Happens in a Small Town. How does it feel releasing a single now as opposed to, you know, the beginning of your career? Is it is it different or are you kind of like, oh, I just, you know, got this under my belt or? That's such a good question. You know, um, this is a feeling I know you know. When I released my first single, it felt like, the whole world was in front of me. And I was like, mom and dad, I am ready to be a rock star. I had just signed my record deal. And I was like, here we go. This is about to go down. And um, and then, you know, a few months later, you find out, okay, well, this isn't as easy as it looks. And not everybody just like signs a record deal and like goes straight to number one. And and so since then, I've definitely got a different view of it. Not that I'm like uh, jaded about it or anything, but but it just it takes so many people and and timing and stars to align for things to perfectly fall into place and a lot of hard work, honestly. And it's like, you know this, Jason, you get one number one and it's it's always like the next thing. It's always the next goalpost, so to speak, like you. You're like, I just want to sign a record deal and then everything will be good. And then you sign a record deal and you're like, I just want to get a song on the radio and then everything will be good. And you get a song on the radio and you're like, I just want a number one. And then everything will be good and you get that. And then you're like, I just want another one. <laughs> and so it's just like, it never stops. So releasing singles now are a lot less stressful, I will say, because I, I think, you know, they sit in this place in my heart of, okay, well, this is just part of the process. And um, you know, the the life and longevity of this song will slowly unravel as what is meant to be for this song. But um, and so that's less pressure I put on myself. But it also is like I have I have found a way to deal with, I guess, the pressure a little bit more of knowing that that um, there will always be the next thing will always be there. So and I think it's a healthy thing to be honest, because it, it yeah. kind of keeps you motivated. But um, but I don't think it ever goes away. So you're, you're competing with yourself is what you're doing. You're like, you want to you want to best your, you want to do the best that you can for yourself and for your fans. Yeah, I think that that's really the only way you can keep competition, like a, a certain level of competition in your life, which I am just like, 
naturally kind of a competitive person, but where you can keep competition healthy. Because anytime you're like competing against your peers or friends or coworkers, it's just, it's unfair first and foremost. Um, hence by, I mean, kind of a little bit of my newest song, like talks about all of this, but like, it's just unfair to compare your life to somebody else's path and somebody else's trajectory because that's their path and you don't want their path because that's what's meant for them. You want your path because that's what, what's meant for you. And yet it's so easy. We are all so good at it. I, to be like, first and foremost, to compare ourselves to our neighbors and feel things like societal pressures and feel things like, um, you know, social media, like jealousy when we're you're like scrolling through someone's like perfect five seconds filtered five seconds of their day um to you know even pressures from friends and family that are sometimes so deeply woven in the subconscious of our brains that we don't even realize that they're happening when they are and sometimes that mechanism gets so natural that um that you just forget how much of an influence it has over you yeah, I, that, you know, just talking about how that relates to your single too. And I love this this quote, I wanna get it right. Uh, so right on time introduces a new clearly confident side of Lindsay L uh, that is set to become an anthem for everyone who has finally realized that they're exactly where they need to be in life, no matter where that is. Now you've always seemed to know exactly where you need to be in life. Is, is anything different now? Are you feeling different in a different way? Well, you're so sweet to say that. Thank you for saying that. And, um, I'm, I'm glad that it looks like I've always felt like I am where I need to be. Cause, um, sometimes I guess I've, I've just lived the fake it till you make it. And I still think I'm faking it till I'm making it, whatever making it means or whenever that's going to happen. Um, I think that what's different now currently, um, about what I, what I'm really trying to believe in and intentionally live from is just that things fall into your life when they should in the timing that they should. And there's like a magic to accepting that, that um, I think clicks you into this other gear that, um, that, that you can't really tap in to un until you let go of the control. And I am a control freak by nature. I love like knowing that things are going to fall into place when they are. And, mm -hmm. and I know that if I, I'm in control of something like I, I, I'm not really scared of hard work. I'm a workaholic. I will work 24 seven if I have to. And yet there's a level to, you know, trusting the universe or trusting the process as they say to where you can't control things. Like the pieces are going to fall as they're going to fall. And then you sometimes just need to learn how to dance within the chaos of it all. And, nice. and well trusting that process is terrifying. Hard Terrifying. to let go when you want to hang on, right? Very much so. Very, very much so. So I want to say, of course, uh, congrats on uh, the 2021 win uh, CCMA Interactive Artist of the Year. Well, I love following, we all love following you on, on socials, but uh, for all the reasons. Uh, and we get to, you know, hear these teases of the music and, of course, uh, you know, the latest single, but uh, featuring Hendrix a lot of times. <laughs> And I would imagine because, know. you know, you're you're always going and you are, you know, uh, you know, uh, busy. I mean, you, you self-described workaholic. You need an anchor in your life. And I would assume, you know, having, you know, Hendrix or having certain things. What are the things that keep you anchored? You're in Toronto. You're in New York. You're in L.A. You're all over the place. How do, how do you do that? 
Um, man, you're such a good interviewer, Jason. You're so good at this. Um, <laughs> I'm just following you. You, you. You're a great host. You're a great interviewer. We'll get to that. Here's the but, but, uh, but seriously, you, you do, you're very inspirational and, and you're very grounded too. Like, and folks may not know this on or off, off stage. You're just, you're, you're Lindsay. And, it, and then you seem very grounded. And I'm assuming you've got some great supports in your life that help with that. Yeah. I think that, um, anytime you're, you're moving fast in life or, or just have a lot of things going on, um, little, it's like the little things that make the biggest difference. Um, like little things like sleep and water as, as tiny as those things sound like drinking a glass of water can like change the moment <laughs> as, as crazy as it sounds. It's like when you're feeling a lot of stress or you're overwhelmed or something like going for a walk or drinking a glass of water, or whatever, like little things to ground you putting your bare feet in some grass as like weird as it sounds and like meta as it sounds, it's, um, it's super reflective and just a moment for you to be able to be like, okay, I still have a grips on this, let alone you're right. Like surrounding yourself with, with the right people. I mean, I totally believe in the post-it note friends thing, um, which is like, if you were to able to write your closest friends down on a piece of paper, it would only fit on a post-it note because you, it, it's like, I, I want to, I want to go deep with my friendships, not wide like the, that. And I'm talking about like the close knit group of friends, you know, I just have like really intentional relationships. And I think over COVID, a lot of us learned this lesson, you know, like we were either doing way too much or, or spreading ourselves too thin, probably to almost too many friendships when throughout the duration of COVID, even talking to a lot of friends of mine, I've, I was like, you found yourself originally when the world first locked down, it was like, everybody was like talking to everybody. And then as you went through COVID, you really were like latching onto a, like a, a smaller number of friendships. And those I would quantify as your post-it note friends. And so it's like surrounding yourself with good people, like a few, like very few, but good people. Cause you know, you start acting like your five closest friends really. And I do think it's true. Like what they believe, how they act, behavioral patterns, good or bad, like this thing can swing both ways. Um, and so, you know, be smart with who you surround yourself with and the information you put in your brain like that. And that include, includes like the things you read, the things you watch. And I am all for like, you know, watching all the things cause, um, you know, everything in moderation, but but sometimes, you know, like for, for a while there in COVID, I had to stop watching the news. Like I couldn't handle it anymore because it was just so negative and so intense that I'm like, I need a minute from this. It's just, it's too much. And, and so um, I think it's, it's really important to be careful, like what information you're putting in here because it affects the information coming out. Very, very wise and uh, <laughs> very, very much so. I, I got to say, uh, and all these little drops of wisdom, I'm going to, I'm going to stop and take notes. And, uh, but it's great. <laughs> so but, but we all need to hear this, whether a performer or we're on the road with sales or just keeping up with a busy family. Those are great bits of advice. And, uh, and busy you are, because we were talking about the uh, 2021 CCMAs, which you hosted fantastically. It was so good. And of course, uh, congratulations on hosting uh, Canada's Got Talent. Thank you. It has been so much fun. It's been so much fun, Jason. I've, I've wanted to, 
um, get more involved in TV for a while now. And it's just been, you know, looking for the right things. And yeah, hosting one of the, C- the CCMAs last year was um, just such a, a bucket list moment. And I just, I love the organization so much for everything they do for the genre in our beautiful country. And um, being able to to co-host the awards with Priyanka was just so, so fun. And yeah, Canada's Got Talent has been such a wild and incredible experience. We just wrapped up our finale um, a few days ago and, and it was like, it was, it was so much fun. It was, it was kind of surreal. Honestly, Simon Cowell flew in for a finale and I was like, goodness gracious, that's Simon Cowell. And he was the coolest. Like he was just talking to us all like super normal and was so impressed with our talent. And he was like, wow, Canadians blew me away. I should move to Canada. He actually said, I should move wow. to Canada. Um, so it was just, it, it was a wonderful experience and also let me, you know, lean into sides of my personality that I can't always show on stage or, um, you know, in a three and a half minute song, which I'm sure you felt, you know, being able to feel what it's like to be an artist on stage versus like doing everything you're involved in now. Like it just lets you show a different side of your personality that you can't always through being an artist. It's 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 so good to have you on there. Uh, Howie Mandel, Lily Singh, uh, Cardinal Official, yeah. and of course, uh, Trish Stratus as uh, as judges. But you're the host. So you're the first person that they see uh, before they go perform. These new mm-hmm. artists are wide eyed and, you know, doing this whole thing um, and talk about courage. Right. And then you're the first person that they see and they talk to after they've done this and they've been judged. And I would think as a performer, you're in a pretty unique position to encourage and or console. Yes, you hit the nail on the head, Jason. Like it is uh, one of my favorite parts of my job on that show, being able to really know what that feels like, like know the nerves and to hopefully give them a word of encouragement before they go out on that stage and then be there on the other side to congratulate them or encourage them or console them. You know, it is probably one of the hardest parts of my job if they got completely buzzed off, if they got four buzzers and then I'm the first person they talk to and I have to be like, it's okay. Like tomorrow's a new day. Um, but, but yeah, I think I can definitely see eye to eye with them. Um, you know, knowing what that feels like, like walking off stage after crushing a performance or after not crushing a performance. Cause I haven't been there either side of it. And, um, you know, it's, it's nice to at least have somebody who's, you don't feel like you're in the trenches alone. That's great. That's great. Well, we can't wait for you to crush uh, Boots and Hearts. You're going to be there with Shania Twain. Uh, favorite part of festivals? Oh, my gosh. Um, there's like a magical thing to music festivals outside, specifically music festivals like Boots, when, you know, you have 50,000 people all in one place mm-hmm. feeling the same emotion and in that being like a channel through music i i do think that music is this universal language that like connects us together as human beings and and you get to feel that as like a a tangible emotion at music festivals like boots and hearts um and and especially like in the middle of the summer when the weather is beautiful and the sun goes down and and you're just getting to like watch incredible artists do their thing like Shania Twain when I heard by the way that Shania was playing boots I was like what is happening this is so cool then I got the call to open for her and I was like what is happening this is crazy like if you were to tell 
10-year-old little Lindsay that she was going to open up for Shania one day, I would be like, you are insane. Like, that's crazy. That is just a crazy thing. <laughs> I, I don't know how, but we all knew it. So there you go. But we're going to see you uh, Sunday, August 7th uh, with Shania, of course. But uh, you are going to crush boots and hearts, and we are so looking forward to it. And it's so great to catch up with you. Thanks for sitting still for uh, just a few minutes and uh, and sharing some time. Oh, my gosh, Jason. It's so good to see you and to catch up. And uh, I can't wait to hopefully see you in person soon. Absolutely. Have a great one of the game. All right. Thank you. Care. Bye. Bye-bye.